Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uktana, and today we'll be working with practical steps to manifest things, including moving projects from the concept stage into becoming by including them in your sense of I am. Most people learn to manifest a bit like an athlete preparing for competition. They use their mind to envision exactly what needs to happen, what the end result should be, and what their life will be like after it's happened. They engage their willpower to keep those thoughts present and avoid any thoughts to the contrary, as well as wrangling their emotions away from doubt and into positive affirmations and assent, all of which swings the odds of success in their favor. It's not a guarantee, but it removes all the barriers which are within the control of the individual, whether athlete or manifester. Conscious effort and actions try to narrow down external negative factors and smooth the way for success. Then it's a matter of showing up and doing what needs to be done when it needs to be done. If things don't work out, then it's back to the drawing board. In corporate terms, there's a need to do a postmortem to see what went wrong and what can be done differently the next time to get the right result. Wash, rinse, repeat. This is a valid method of manifesting, and some people have a great deal of success with it. However, most people get very frustrated because its efficacy is spotty at best. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, and often there doesn't seem to be any reason for it. They do everything right and still get no marginal or disastrous results. Often the reason is because this model of manifesting is mechanical. It sees the external world, all other beings, all other involved parties, as static objects or materials to be used or manipulated into compliance. It's as if the person was on a deserted island where they're the only conscious actor and everything is at their disposal. Reality is quite a bit more interconnected and interactive than that, and so manifestation needs not only to take into account everyone and everything involved with the project, but also the fact the project is entering into a symphony of manifestation already in progress. Sometimes we can be inspired to make something happen and have no idea how to get it done, which is less about intellectual understanding of physical steps to take and much more about what role to become, identity to shift into, or career to enter. Adding more willpower, letting go of the breath you're holding, will help you make a choice. There's usually no right choice here other than to make one, however. Anyone. So start your engines and go. On the other hand, we can be wanting an outcome but have no inspiration at all. We therefore go about it the same way we've always done, with lackluster to negative results. Inspiration can be had on command, but in these situations it's often already there, just being discounted because it's not practical, doesn't seem to answer the need, seems frivolous, fantastic, or nonsensical. However, we need to breathe inspiration in if we're going to find the path forward and wisdom rarely confines itself to what we think is practical. To get manifestation moving forward, it can help to frame the process this way. I will allow this to have space within my being and my life. Our brains can then problem-solve not only our understanding and perspective on the process, but what we need to do and be in order to support our success. Our brains are both miraculous authors of imagination and creativity, while also being negativity generators, which are the bane of our existence. 
They see all the creative possibilities and dream new realities into being while telling us we'll never attain them or pretty much anything at all. This is not the fault of our brain, but how we're taught to interact with ourselves. The negative self-talk is actually meant to be a tool for problem-solving, so about ingenuity rather than abuse. And our creative side is meant to support our becoming, not write checks we can't ever cash. With manifesting, it's helpful to keep this in mind, pun intended, so you can balance each side and help them work in harmony. When you breathe in the world, you should be looking for opportunities and disallowing assumptions. Give your brain as much real information and input as possible. The more data you have to work with, the better your outcome. Also, welcome and allow real, not assumed, limitations. These are like signs on the freeway telling you what's ahead, what you can, what you can't, and how to navigate your journey. So while using your brain, don't be too much in your head. Be in the real. Breathe out the possibilities your creative mind is coming up with while disallowing assumptions and negative self-talk. There's a difference between knowing your own limitations and creating them through self-sabotage. And always start where you are. You don't have to understand everything, see every ramification, or understand every what-if in order to create a clear question or request. The best thing you can do is start where you are. In other words, Don't worry about what you don't know. Acknowledge there are things you don't know. And then start with the things you do. For example, you may not know how to manifest a new job in the career field you want, but you know you're willing to do what it takes. So start by asking what you need to know first or what you need to prepare in order to start the process of manifesting the job. This gives your guides permission to open up boxes and baskets full of information, opportunities, and gifts which can get you started in the best way possible. Or, if you're looking to make your life about your passion, don't start by trying to monetize it or figure out how to monetize it, but instead ask to be shown how you can invite it into your life. Passions are like relationships, time-consuming and life-altering. We have to be in them first before we can explain them to others adequately or see them providing blessings out into the world. One of the most important things to do in any manifestation process is co-create. In any search for answers, any journey, any process of manifestation, we are entering into relationship with not only the Akashics, but the rest of the universe outside of us. All acts of creation are acts of co-creation between ourselves and what is not us. We don't do things alone and While things might impact us, we're still responsible for how we respond to them. We're not creating our reality, but co-creating it. So when formulating requests or questions of your guides, angels, divinities, or the universe in general, we need to include our part in the process. Instead of asking to have something done for us, ask for help in getting something done. Instead of asking to be shown how we can do it ourselves, Ask how it can best be done and allow this to include help from external sources. When asking a question about a situation, don't accept all responsibility for what occurred, but don't foist it all on others as well. And ask follow-up questions. Most people assume a response from the universe or the Akashics is complete and comprehensive. This is in part because underneath, they're presuming the things responding are all-knowing, wise, authoritative, or parental, 
as well as taking responsibility for us. So people take whatever answer they get, and if they don't understand it or it seems irrelevant or very generic, they tend to turn inward thinking they're missing something they should be learning or the answer is some lesson they need to parse out. This is sometimes the case, but most often the answer is not meant as a mic drop moment, but the simplest response possible which fits the question and the situation. Answers should therefore be treated a bit like the lecture of a professor or the statements made at a press conference. They express exactly what the speaker intends to say, but may not fully encompass what the questioner needs to know. Asking further questions for clarity or to add in missing pieces can unfold depths of meaning and point in the direction you need to go. Something to keep in mind all along the way is the only constant of embodied life is change. We are changing, the world around us is changing, which changes us, which changes the world, so we may ask a question of our guides this week and get one answer, then ask again the next week and get another answer. This may be because we've changed things, others involved have changed things, or the world has changed, so the situation is now different than it was. We don't need to understand control or despair over this. Like surfing, we don't need to be responsible or even try to control the wave. Instead, we need to focus on our end of the deal, being healthy, prepared with the right equipment, attitude, and energy, then use our senses and skills in the moment to decide whether we're getting up on this wave or that and how we're going to ride it. Even then, it's fairly guaranteed the experience will be completely different than we expected and we'll need to be actively participating in order to get the most value out of it and get back safely. For example, the question we asked this week might lead us to learn something new. Then, when we ask next week, the answer can be deeper, more complete, and more direct. Wash, rinse, repeat. The same with requesting something be manifested. We can be presented with something which meets our criteria, and through this we learn more about ourselves, the request, and the world. Revisiting the request allows us to better target what we truly want and incorporate some of the for my best and highest good, which we've now learned and are yet open to explore further. Once you know what you know currently about what it is that you're manifesting, speak your truth, then allow it to be true. Breathe out the truth by saying out loud, this thing is in the process of becoming. You don't have to do this with another person, although this can sometimes help. We all need and deserve support in our creative endeavors. This is one reason why speaking the truth is such an integral part of addiction recovery, hence it's part of the 12-step process, and also the reason we state New Year's resolutions to each other, on social media, and or to the heavens. Saying it out loud makes it real in the world and in your body. However, it's important to breathe in the reality we don't need to carry the full load. We are part of the world, not responsible for and to it. Let the akasha of the physical world flow up to open your shoulders, neck, and spine so things unlock, move, and even balance. Sometimes it's not what we're doing, but how we're doing it which makes or breaks a project. Create the space for this to be a part of yourself and your life. Breathe in the big picture, seeing all the steps, time frame, necessary resources, and metrics necessary for this project to become real in this time and place. Breathe out in order to open up space for this in your being and in your day-to-day life. Then claiming is where rubber meets the road, 
and the inspiration we had at the beginning becomes a real thing within us and our lives. Where things move from, I'm thinking about something, or I'm trying something out, or I'm working on whatever, to I am this. Think of this like going from someone who has been taking dance lessons to being someone who is a dancer. The actions are similar, but the identity makes all the difference. The same with changing from being someone who writes things down to honoring the fact you're a writer, or moving from resident to doctor, being interviewed to being hired, and so on and so on. Breathe in, then breathe out, I am this. Move from the concept stage into doing and being this regardless of outcome. Allow things to tip into full commitment if necessary, or honor the fact this commitment has already taken place. Now, to paraphrase Helmut von Moltke, no plan survives first contact with the enemy. Or, put another way, you can't know what it's like to be a parent, work in your career field, live in another country, be a homeowner, participate in a sport or so on, until you do it. As your plans were made before you had the experience of implementing the plan, it hasn't included the wisdom of those experiences. As you take the necessary steps to manifest the project, engaging and interconnecting with the world, your plans will naturally morph. New inspirations will come. Problem solving will adjust things and the entire process will transform. It can help to think of this in terms of being a martial artist. You don't need to be aggressive, but all traditional martial arts are a spiritual path which centers around fully embodying while at the same time fully interacting with the world as it is, not as you want it to be. Both and. So breathe in the world and honor all that is. You don't have to like or agree with it, but you can't affect change if you won't acknowledge what exists around you. Breathe out the manifestation step by step, modifying for real-world facts and details as you interact with them. And above all, allow the manifestation project to be complete. This is one of the simplest but most difficult steps for people to do. Like making a house of cards, the hardest part is to let it stand on its own and do what it's going to do. But at some point, you have to allow the manifesting to complete and the results to go out into the world separate from you. Whether the end product is what you wanted, up to your standards, or a complete flop, the results need to go out into the world. This is the only way we can clear the decks for the next manifestation project. If we don't, we can stay stuck forever in a twilight of never quite there, but not being able to move on. When it's done, let it be done. Breathe in completion, step free of the process, breathe in feedback, accept results. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can see all my other offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.